What's up, people? This is episode 184 of the Option Podcast. That guy over there looks like Nate Yang. Nice. That guy's Big Mike Grossell. I got the name right. He's he was he was ready for me to mess it up. In any sense, the episode starts right now. What's up, people? You have asked, you have asked, and you have asked. And for me, I've got to give the people, give the people what they want. That is Nathan Yang. That is Big Mike Grossell. What's up, guys? What's up? Yeah. How's it going? When did you guys get in? Uh, see, I we came in for the uh, Chicago qualifier last week, and then uh, one of us. Mike made a big trip back to Colorado, moving to the dream home in the mountains, and yeah. uh, quick, quick return back here on Monday, or Sunday night, uh, yeah. for the, for the open here did this you, week. Did you say dream? Did he say dream home, Mike? Yes. Yeah, we we <laughs> moved out to Golden, uh, Colorado, up in the mountains. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. There's elk and deer sighting consistently outside our window. Yeah. Do you hunt? No. No. Okay. But, I mean, I, I was telling him, my man, you know, half the reason I have a partner in Colorado is so I get my mountain time in. You want to keep this partnership going. You have to level it up a little bit. <laughs> took it, he took it to heart, you know. Yeah, he so. He's coming back. So, so actually, let's talk about the easy part. We, we, we get into this, this house a little bit later because I'm – congratulations. And just Colorado, between Colorado and Utah is like God's country. I'm doing mother load. I'm driving 14 hours. You know, I'm going to make a stop or whatever and this and that. So, so Nate, talk to me a little bit about, give me, well, actually, just give me one thing you thought your partner, uh, Mike, ha- has shown significant improvement in the last six months. Man, six months. I mean, try Such a lazy question. Three, it's such an escapist question, but it's volleyball. Three years, maybe four years. No. Yeah. <laughs> we can do six months. Um, man, this man's had a six months. Uh, and you know, he called me in, in January, he's like, we run in the season. It was like an easy yes for me because there's, there's one person I trust to know they're going to do their part of the equation and put their work in is this guy right here, you know, and no matter what condition he's in, no matter how the tournament goes, you know, good, bad, I don't got to ride this guy ever. Like he's going to go do it himself, maybe too much, you know, on the back end. And so the thing I think the last six months that we, as a team, maybe that I'm most proud of him for doing is. You know, if anything, like turning that down a little and turning up life mode, balancing out like he's taken incredible strides in his business, in his family and mm-hmm. in his house and maintained a high level. And the balance that he's shown while maintaining a high level, that's something that I think we can all agree in volleyball. you got to do to be sustainable. Right. And I think we found that balance and are still moving up and to the right, which is a pretty cool thing because it's it's not like that flame that burned really hot and fast. It's right. like that slow burn, you know, that's that's going to keep going. So it feels like. You know, for him, where he's going, where I'm most proud of him for is finding that like sustainability in life that's going to allow him to continue his trajectory, you know, because obviously, you know, we, we each have our ups and downs and burn hot, hot and fast at times. But that's one of the coolest things is finding the balance in life and and ball and uh, and keeping it keeping improving. Mike, are, it. are you um are you one of those players that sometimes you wanting something bad enough works against you? Yeah, I love, <laughs> that's what I he's love, referring I, to. Yeah, I, I just, you can do too I just much. want to spin off of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely do too much or 
think adding more is the way like if i just do more things and i'll get more results and sometimes that's not always the case um there's a there's a stress and recovery response cycle that everyone's subjected to mm -hmm. uh, you could uh that's what i've been learning i think that's what i've learned the hard way there's many tournaments i've come up come in with a jacked up back and i'm like nate I know that we talked about this nine tournaments in a row now, but in my back hurts again. <laughs> I, I thought it'd be a good idea to max out my deadlift this week and then play a tournament. <laughs> That's cool. But I do I do say sometimes this man blocks better when he's when his back's messed up because that tear to the lowest face, right. no one's getting through. You're not doing all this craziness. So that's the one thing you thought got Cash better. Line. He just he did a better job of hitting the reset button, uh, maybe compartmentalizing um, volleyball with the other. Um, yeah, I guess and the volleyball answer, which is the more right. fun one, is just like our team systems. You know, we've been playing together long enough that we've gotten just roasted on so many situations over time. And like we've really just it feels like we've ironed out the how not to beat ourselves kind of equation. Um, we're pretty confident in that, you know, at no point are we going to like, you know, implode just on each other, which is pretty cool. Like that. So we've done that. Yeah. Times. It's, well, it's like a partner um, where you don't have to yeah. deal with your partner. And then, right? and then we're in that respect. And then number two is just kind of like, you know, we've been able to like identify a, a team, like team defense stuff, like things that are okay. That it's got to go a, then B, then C. And if it doesn't go to plan, we can just look at each other, kind of know, okay, that well, I didn't do my job or you didn't do your job. And it's like, instead of there having to be this big old, we're figuring out things just cool. Next ball now. And we're, we're able to find that reset button a lot quicker, it feels like, mm -hmm. in stressful times. And so that's the biggest, like, volleyball thing. It's just, like, it feels like we're pretty clear on who needs to do what when. And uh, when it doesn't happen, it's just, it didn't happen. It's life. Next one, well, you know. I think that that's a huge step because when you take one point and you, you take a point and maybe the point or the next point after is momentum. But when, you, when you're able to just step out and then just take the numerical value of one point like one is one right like someone hit a ball maybe you got maybe then they broke your glasses knocked your glasses off right they got a point right but the next point they served out Same numerically thing. those points are valued at one point each now we know that's not that's not a reality when you're on the court right we know that sometimes a kill uh, as a concern for the next point or, or sometimes an ace you know this this or whatever or sometimes when you're in a funk how long is the funk is the funk gonna last two points is it gonna last five before you before before big mike's back right uh, um so yeah i like that because to take that and at least temporarily say one is one you know one is one is 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 huge yeah yeah no that's i think you nailed it there it's the our lows are less low you know, and that's that's a good thing for Big us. Big waves as a team. crash. Yeah. yeah. So we had that conversation last time on the podcast, Mike. Big <laughs> waves crash. Yeah. Not being too emotional. For every what did I yes. say? I said for every five points you get too high, you're probably going to give up eight or nine on the low or something like that. Um, I yeah. I mean, well, that was episode ninety four, dude. This is dude. This is one eighty four. Oh wow. <laughs> that was almost a hundred episodes later, man. And, oh. and you know, let me tell you something. I am still. I remain humbled and grateful. Guys like. Guys, like you, just keep picking up the phone and saying yes, and and this 184 episodes of, you know, also some other people, but this we, this is still yeah, volleyball. 184 driven. going on Aspen. Yeah. All right, in action All right. play. So, Mike, I br I bring it to you. Um, Nate just 
said gave gave us one thing where he thought you showed significant improvement give me one thing that you'd like to do a little bit better now this could be the physical right we had yeah. a great conversation about the muscles between our ears uh, um from the you know and winning these battles from the neck up we get that um you get to choose i, I get to ch i got to choose the question yeah you get you get to choose the answer <laughs> the floor is yours my man all right so what do yeah. I think I should be improving, doing better? Yeah. What would you? Well, what would you like to do a little bit better? Maybe your press. Maybe maybe it's physical. Maybe it's the press on your block. Maybe, maybe it's ball hitter ball on you know on on blocking. Maybe yeah. it's ball toss contact on serve receive. Like maybe it's like some junior stuff, you know, or maybe it's some adult stuff. You know? Yeah, I would like Which to is... stop. I would uh, <laughs> I would like to stop running up every time someone serves and getting jammed. And I'm saying that kind of to make Nate happy that I'm saying that. Right answer. That is the right answer. Yes, nobody serves us Oh, my God. Yeah. No, okay, so there's a tendency that we both do, and maybe he does it because I'm doing it. I definitely brought it to the table. But what happens is as a guy gets ready to serve, you start creeping forward. And then the next thing you know, you're seven, eight feet into the court. This dude's jump serving back line. Like, yeah. how are you going to pass this? you going to pass it over your head? Yeah, doll. Yeah. You're going to pray. Um, and so uh, just trying to be a little more patient sitting back there. And it, it changes it because now your whole attack's forward and you're not scudding these balls, you know, doing these emergency passes that are – you know, out of out of the video frame, gave it the chop. Yeah, <laughs> you can't even see it on the film because you're passing it so high. <laughs> then you're pissed. You get a uh, not good set. Why didn't you hand set it? It hit the location. It was in the location. Yeah, you passed it thirty feet high. Like I'm not hand setting that balls. <laughs> balls falling at thirty miles an hour. <laughs> it's like trying to catch a plane. <laughs> Or a bowling ball. Yeah, it's like, yeah, sure. Set that one with my hands. Can I just catch it and throw it? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can we, do, we that. do that. So I, I did that Q&A format because um, I did that with when Tyler and Carlos Jimenez came on. And, and I, I actually just wanted to try with you guys. And there's an old saying, like, good artists create, but great artists steal. So I just I just use the same question. I asked them to pose that. So in the spirit of that, Tyler Penberthy has a question. He says, ask Mike Grossell <laughs> why he's called Big Mike. He's average size at best. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that I'm average size. I'm 250 and 6'8". Yeah. Uh, no, but he. I think he's jealous. To be oh. honest, he says and, it all the time. And, yeah. and for the real answer, refer to YouTube. Big Mike, uh, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yes. God. That's where I came up with it. So I wanted to. And, and volleyball was like an afterthought. I yeah. didn't Come up with it for volleyball. I um, want really wanted to be an American Ninja Warrior, and by be on it, I mean I wanted genuinely wanted and believed I could win this show yeah. that's designed for five six hundred pound dudes it really uh, is next, it's, next it's the next upper body survivor. competition yeah, yeah. It, the, it's, uh, it's the pull-up competition yeah, it really is um well said and so i needed it's kind of like auditioning for survivor you have to have some sort of creative tell to you some sort of story mm -hmm. um and so i came up i know it's not doesn't seem super creative but i was like well i'm tall so i'm big mike and I would make these audition videos that would um, display how big I am relative to the people around me. I'd run into light. I'd run into light uh, li lights. I'd put on shirts that were too small in these videos. <laughs> like I'd help. I'd pick kids up and help them dunk the basketball, stuff like that. And and uh, so it was. It was needed at the time. And then 
uh, Skyler and I were getting shorts and our names printed on me. It said gross sell and it just didn't look right. No. Because I had this Ninja Warrior stuff. Like, I've got a shirt that says Big Mike on it. I was like, let's put Big Mike. He's like, that's kind of weird. He's like, that's... But... But, but what's uh, even funnier is I went to print my own shorts, Ooh. and I typed out, this is Nate's for guy, he referred, referred me to this guy, he's like, yeah, I don't know if he handles these low volume custom shorts, <laughs> which are what the, you see the beach players playing, those are just custom screen yeah. printed, and I, t- I didn't check the email I sent, and it said bike mic. <laughs> <laughs> that I set up, OG and he gave me, yeah. not only were these like 12 point font, I mean like the 12 point font on a regular sheet of paper this guy printed on there, it said Bike Mike, I said there's no way it was Bike Mike, and he printed the email out, showed it to me, and I was like, yep. I He's like, that. somehow the words I told you so, just yep. don't say it, yeah. yeah. So, I like Big Mike for American Ninja Warrior, because you have to consider like the average height of the Ninja Warrior, right? It's like you visit in Guam. You're not Big Mike. You're Goliath Mike. You're just like, you're, you're, a, you're a dad amongst sons, sons and daughters, for Christ's sakes. That's what it looks like now, now. Cute, cute kid. Oh, aren't you, aren't you adorable? I'm a man. I'm a man. Get off me, Mike. So, actually, I want to play a little bit. I, I actually see we can spin that. Um, I worry about the little copyright. We ain't worried about no commercials now. Now, are we? Which one are you? I'm oh, not sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you used to be able to dunk. <laughs> My name's Big Mike. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is the. <laughs> oh, the dish. Hey, everyone. I'm Microcell. I'm here to tell you why I'm going to be the next American Ninja Warrior. College of South Carolina. While I was there. I got a degree in civil engineering and graduated with a 3.7 GPA, all while the, playing The basketball. best was when the kids in Colorado found the video. A three-time starter on a Division I basketball team. Currently, wow. I hold our school's double-double record, and I am a two-time all-conference I selection. I love that. Look at that. That's so funny. Right. Right. Let's, let's see if I can skip ahead. I'm going to see if we can do some of these obstacles. I've always wanted to be a part of American Ninja Warrior. Ever since the I enthusiasm. Saw, when I first saw Sasuke <laughs> on G4 TV. I want to see you run into a light. I was Where does that so impressed. Time, time um, I saw, when I saw Makoto Nagano <clears throat> get total victory, I was so happy. I'm I was so like, well look, but look how, look how tiny everybody is. You see what I'm talking about, Nate? But unfortunately, <laughs> look at the tininess and look at this. Look at this. You know, like, told me I'm too tall. You can't do this. You can't be a part of this competition. Can you still it's do crazy. That? Yeah, I don't think I could do. I mean, that was quite a few without reps. Without the help of my dad, uh, him and I, we we sat down, pencil Jesus, and paper, so and we designed. That freaking thing looks like it hurts, dude. All these different Man. obstacles. Um, that yeah, actually hurts the hips. It does. Because like, you're sick. This was so... He helped me do all my editing. You're like, why did they make this look easy? They made this look easy. <laughs> this is supposed to be the easy part. Come on. Where's the inspirational Thanks. music behind the, behind the montage? Oh, shoot. That's awesome, Thanks, boys. That was fun. <laughs> Killed it, Mike. Killed it. Killed right, it. Thank you, Tyler, for bringing right, that. So we're going to... Let's kill the live version of this, and we're going to go back in a minute. Um. Yeah, we'll go back in a minute. They... um.
the data rate. For some reason, the the 60 frames per second and what Facebook requires at 29, yeah. sometimes it glitches and it says the data rate exceeded, which is why I would never do this exclusively on a live. Yeah. I got to, you know, exclusively yeah. on a live. I got to have my, my don't yeah. jump without a parachute. Oh, cool. So that's yeah. that's running no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That, that's This is the Atomos Ninja Flame. Actually, I'll just show the crowd that since we're talking about it. That's um. Yeah, it's uh, it's recording hardware for some people that like hardware instead of software. So I'm going camera four. And this thing is the lifesaver, guys. This is what they used for actually for AVP Atlantic City for um, court center court and for court one. Oh, no. um, These they use all of their technology and they scream. They stream it like I'll show you again. The HDMI in the HDMI out. So this way they had like a hard copy of everything or whatever. So got one of these and it's been. It's been instruments. It's been great for the podcast. So now um, we're going to do a little reversal. Same same type of question. I'm going to you, Mike. Ooh. And I'd like you to tell me or tell our audience. Actually, let's go back on live. Tell our audience where you felt Nate has shown significant improvement the last six months. Is this the, just... the floor is yours. Is this just volleyball? I gotta first say I got. I need a. I need a. Clip Would you like out. to tackle? Those? I need. I need to clip out and save on my phone that what Nate said about me, so that I can you know cr- you know cry at night. Because um, that was super sweet. Uh, I man, Nate has made a lot of strides, especially in his volleyball game this last he really even has. year. Yeah. I mean, he's like I just remember sh- him showing up. I think we trained. It was in March. He came down Brazil with me, and it was like, "Holy, this dude's cracked!" Yeah, <laughs> he, he's playing so good. He still is. Yeah, I'm not like it was crazy, and I hadn't seen him in six months at that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, yeah, the work that you put in because he moved to Florida, like fully committed. He's all the way down there full time now." Huh. And <laughs> you don't say down in St. Yeah. Pete. Cool. And I think that was a really cool, because when Nate and I first started playing, it was kind of like we were practicing. He wasn't like fully committed to the cause. He was. He had the juniors club. And then he was uh, doing some, some moved stuff Moved out of in LA. Estate. It was kind of burned out a he little. He burned out. Yeah. yeah. And so he he's bringing this level of focus, like very high level focus. Like I'll come in and put a bunch of work. Maybe not as, I'm not as focused. And he comes in, hey, I he, he's probably watched three different matches before he's come to practice and he's got four things to work on. And they're, they're like things that we're going to win points. Right. Nate, do you find out, do you find yourself being highly analytical like that? Like I, I as a coach, um, yeah, I get to do that cause I'm not playing right. And watching as much as I can over this and that, but some players suffer from something I would I affectionately refer to as paralysis through analysis, right? Paralysis through analysis is when you're getting so much information, you can't do ash. It's just like, do you remember yeah. that? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so no, but some players less is more, right? And for you it seems like more is more and and and, and do you find yourself handling just handling that? Is that just part of your everyday operation? I mean, it's a, it's a balance. I there's definitely con- practice conversations and game conversations, right? And so super clear we like affirm our communication a lot. Like, hey, this is a practice conversation. You're not going to hear me say this this weekend. But we're focused today on practice in it. Right. We kind of choose to trust that stuff. And so like yeah, I mean like Early on, in our when we played together, it was kind of like I, you know, I'd done all the things out here in LA, whatever, and you know, I felt like I had to like lead Mike a little bit in practice, and then that role reversed, you know, because he was working so hard, and it almost flipped where it was like I'm behind, I haven't been working, you know, so I'd learned to basically shut up and work harder, 
And, you know, this past couple of years have been like more of the happy medium where we're just both, hey, he's going to do his thing. I'm going to do my thing, you know. And so whenever we have those conversations kind of either way, we, you know, we'll make sure to intro it like out of practice. Like, hey, I was watching film and I think this is going to help our team, you know. And so when those are going on, that's just real cool. That gives me, Mike's giving me the window to like be analytical when it's like, you know, something I think that's going to help us win. Right. And then yeah. on tournament day, it's just, you know, we've got our team vibes like, you know, number one, fearless, just like you know, me and him both have to own that state within ourselves, you know, seconds connected, which is okay. If you know, we're ever playing three on one, it's not going to be good or one on three, you know, yeah. so fearless connected. And then third, third is focused. And that's, you know, that might be where we're talking a little bit of tactical or, something you know but doesn't even come on tournament day till the first two when we're in the right you know headspace and connected then maybe we'll talk some 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 analytical but it's low on the priority list on tournament day high on the priority list on practice day it's very much like theater right yeah yeah, (laughs) right rehearsal yeah so yeah we we definitely like we'll, we'll touch on it but i'd say more or less like i do think those are the hidden nuggets right you watch it you watch you know a guy like miles partain you go okay did he get good from just showing up and just competing and you're like no, no. Dude, watch hours and hours of his film he's watching every little thing he gave up you know and not just that yeah i mean we well partain's a different animal well he's he's a different animal because you're, you're talking about the analytical but i'm i'd like to talk about the physical he's found a technique that his coach uh has has a philosophy a philosophical idea jeff alzina um yeah. mike playcheck all of these these jedi masters that he, he trained under and he found a way to, to keep doing it until it became second nature like you see the way he jump sets right some some people like to face the net to deceive to deceive the block or whatever no he, he's still squaring up he's already left-handed right yeah so now if he has to option set the sellout is going to be left and right which either one of you guys can handle but like the margin for error this way is is tight uh, uh, into the blocker's hands if he's not fooled or behind the hitter's head. So so a lot of these guys are doing this. You, you guys got mad skill. You can do it. But you, Miles is already thinking ahead about what's the worst case scenario. My margin for error is going to be behind this, this dude's head or, or whatever. And you know this is a copycat league. You know the European teams and the coaches yeah. are watching tons of video. Okay, you guys got options? For sure. You know, we got, we, you know we're, yeah. we're just going to, uh, sooner or later they're going to catch up to the Swedes. Sooner or later they're going to catch up to whatever, except in system. Yeah. And right? it's not system, it's not even uh, yeah. like I'm the only analytical one on the team. I mean, Mike, mm-hmm. like like two weeks ago, dude, mm-hmm. we need to pass tighter. Yep. We just we need to pass the ball tighter because it creates Holy better God. vision. These passes that are ten off are not doing it for us. We gotta push the ball, jam it. Like and it sounds so simple and so obvious, right? And then you go look <laughs> at our old film and we're not consistently doing it. And so we just go, Okay, cool. We're just gonna jam the ball tight in practice today and see how we handle it. And all of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, I can see the whole court. Like it's like you know, his toe is a little internally rotated, so he's gonna run lie you. Like, it's yeah. like you're seeing things you haven't seen before just from a little, you know, intention. So uh we're both bringing it, you know, at different times, but mm-hmm. um yeah, no, I think that's like it's part of the it's part of the sauce for sure. Yeah, for Mike, something you wanted to add to that? You had a thought? I, I do. Uh, <laughs> let's, I I will add one of the favorite things Nate's brought to the games are the hugs. He knew I was gonna say it too. <laughs> yeah. hey, Just like the, the Brazilians, hug. baby, bro. You can't like you, can, dude. This is what I was telling Nate. He could hit the ball out, come over, give me a hug. What am I gonna say? Like everything I can't still get off of me. Yeah, like I'm not gonna be like you can't even think about it anymore. Off of me, boy. It's kind of a funny little like reset. Like it sounds weird. No, it Uh, well for some guys depends on what country you live in, right? Brazil, 
it's not weird for the men or women to do that. Um, the Russians, you watch Krasilnikov and Steranovsky. Um, they need a hug. They hug a lot. No, they hug a lot. Oh, do they? Yeah, well, they're, they're, they live on their emotions. That team's not going to last long, but, but for the, the time, they're, they're going to do really well because you're not going to see a whole lot of uh, positive reinforcement and growth mindset in, in, in Eastern Europe. <laughs> Sorry. They're going to beat you with a stick. Learn, learn you make Latin and beat you half to death in a single-sex <laughs> environment. Okay, boys? That's, that's, that's what's going on there. But yet, right? They, they're 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 silver medalists, right? Yes. They won the silver, reminding everybody. Mullinson won the gold, but but um, so I like the way you, what you said because I want to uh, use that as a segue to the other part. I like what you said because Hugh McCutcheon, one of the things I watched watching that 2018 the indoor team, I remember him saying, "Don't try to play, just play." Right. So you doing the analytical that prepares you for the game, you're not out there trying, you're just doing it, right? It's like, Mike, it's like getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth, right? Are you thinking about brushing my teeth? Molar, 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 right? No, 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 you're just brushing, no, you're just brushing your teeth because you, it's something you've done your whole life and that turns into the physical second nature. Go ahead. No, 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 I, I didn't have anything. Okay. I, just, I, just bumped, I was sitting up, I just bumped the mic. The name's Bond. Let's talk about the physical. What's one thing you thought physically on the court, if we had to pick one of the, for the volleyball heads, for one of the six fundamentals, blocking, hitting, digging, passing, serving, setting, uh, what's one thing you showed a little bit better? Mike, I could tell, I, I, I could tell Mike's a setting. Mike, Mike has become so, a, a, so much better, a better setter. One thing that I... You thought you showed significant, or Mike, no, sh- Tell me one thing you thought he showed significant improvement in fundamentally, picking one of those six. We already talked about the neck up. Let's talk about well, he is, the physical. Well, he is, he is good for – he's 100% on blocking. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got the one, skill set of an Asian, his one block is, <laughs> one, His one blocking rep per tournament is yeah, a block. 100%, so, 100% block. But he's always – You're averaging one a game. No. no <laughs> That's no, more than the blockers. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Nate's – Man, which one? Because so many, that's a tough question. Because so many, like his serve is way better, even over the last three months, just because mm-hmm. he's just been working on it, just getting it back at practice. Mm-hmm. He's always passed nails. Like, so I'm not like, I'm not sitting here thinking his passing, it's his setting, I'm not going to comment on because I can't figure out if it's his setting or my passing. But my set out sucks. <laughs> Starts with the hold, baby. Yeah. Starts with the hold on you know, that his, It's got to be. The, it's got to be the defense, though. He's seeing yeah. the game at another level right yeah. now. Like he's getting into spaces, and he's not. He's. I don't know what game he's playing back there. I can't quite figure it out. Right. But I know it's creating a lot of opportunities. Dudes will just shoot straight over me high line, and somehow he just sees it, and he's like on the way. And Nate has always had that. Nate had that when he was coaching with me at Endless Summer. Like Nate, when Nate was still trying to figure out things, like you got to consider the active players who are who are part of that group, right? Miles Evans was whatever, and this and that. So, this is like 2007, like the Manhattan Beach uh, qualifier, and we're all at Duran's house, the program director, and like Oz didn't make it, Andrew didn't make it, right? Jeff barely made it, and well, I, I, out of all these coaches, we're like, we're you know, endless summer represent. We're hoping like all of them make the draw, none of them made it, and she's like, so who made it? And I was, and I said Nate, and she goes. Nate Yang? <laughs> and I said, Smithers. yeah, he works well fun with Dave Smith. <laughs> with Dave Smith. <laughs> yeah, like a 53 seat or something crazy. Oh, my God. So, 
So he, the cool thing is he's always had that. And while I'm talking, I'm actually typing up a top 10 plays because I did a top 10 plays from that Manhattan Beach. And you just had this ridiculous dig. I think that was for the game or something like that. No, no, no. They missed. They, they made a hitting error. Yeah, the they, game, they missed. So let's look up top 10 Manhattan Beach. Oh, from Not, the one when you qualified. Is yeah, that what he's talking was, about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Top 10 Manhattan Beach volleyball. Sorry, AVP. Top 10 AVP Manhattan Beach. So, Nate, I... You're right. It is hard to pick a fundamental because you're just you 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 you're generally balanced across the board. Um, I do like the emphasis on serving because when we used to have these debates as coaches, uh, uh, you you were one of the people that were like, "This is what divides like mid-level open players from like the best open players, right?" When you're in an environment where everyone, where everyone can enlist a cave troll like this guy, he's huge, right? When everyone everyone can everyone no, but every team enlist the cave troll, yeah. <laughs> So you got this is the guy you got to pay money I'm a, I'm across a good, the bridge. I'm a good dude. cave troll. Though. Yes. Our cave troll. Can cave, I cross the bridge? Out, cave out in the Mike, can I cross the bridge? It's like got any money, kid? <laughs> it's like I got five dollars. It's like five dollars is the amount of money it takes for me to tell you no. And since I just told you no, give me my money. So um, yeah, yeah. So, step one enlisted the cave troll. Step two no. serve aggressive. But right, you're always gonna find good defenders. You're always gonna yeah. find outside hitters who who convert to beach who can light it up on offense. But look at the difference in like the higher level, like top five domestically that separates them. The serve to space, even the the ones that look like lollipops, they're serving ten times the exact same spot because they're thinking constant pressure. So the serve, even the lollipops are strategic, right? Phil, like first round, he plays someone he never knows. He's gonna serve a lollipop because he wants to see if their in system set plays into to, to his pike or his reach, right? And like um, first round, I thought you blocked really well because where they were setting is just I'm like that's that's. That's like basically they're setting you, <laughs> you know, just when Nick Amato thought he was a good blocker, right? It's like, holy sugar, you just ran into a cave troll. <laughs> no, he, he hit well against us, though. Yeah, he, he plays very, a very, yeah, he plays with a very angry um, demeanor. Yeah, and it works for him. I, I, I it doesn't so. work for everybody. Um, and I really, really like. I'm not sure if it was 2018 or 2017. Which one? Uh, do you remember which year? When? Not when? Uh, um, when you qualify for the draw? Was it 18? That was, that was 17 with the Smithers. Yeah. Oh, 17. Yeah. All right, because I did one for 2018 too. Oh, maybe that was in the quality. I don't forget. Right, top 10 Manhattan Beach 2018. Let's just go to 2017. So Nate, while we're doing that, give me one thing. From fundamentally or um, psychologically or the mental game that you would like to show a little bit of improvement on. The floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, that list is long. Um, I think the serving still needs a lot of work. It's like it's better than it was. That that was also a big Mike uh, thing he brought to the team. It's just like, dude, serving makes real points. You know, and for us, like that's something we just decided we got to do to be producing them regularly. And so right. that that encouragement he brought, it's like, you know, uh, something that's like I've been working on all all summer now and all year. And so I think that's tied to physicality for me. You know, the more physical I get, the more opportunities I can change and transition. You know, from nice. off the net, do different things. The faster I'll be running balls down. So I think it really, I feel like at this point for me, it comes down to just getting more physical, doing my work in the gym, because. Mm. 
I like where my skills are at. There's, you know, a lot of improvement in all of them always, but like the, the more physical I get, the harder I can serve, the more transition balls I can, I can, uh, you know, put away. And that's going to be like, to me, I think just, I, I look, you know, we go to Atlanta. Okay. And I look and we're, we're lined up. It's all these guys. And I go, you know, where am I physically on this list? And it's like, where can I be? You know? Right. And I'm like, well, dude, I could be a top three or four physicality defender and that would change the game. You watch right. Miles, you know, Miles does his work in the gym. That's, well, Miles, Miles is, again, I'm talking te- about Miles, Miles Evans, actually. Oh, Miles Evans, Evans, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. skilled dude, but he, he's an inch tall. The guy's but built to play the position. Massive, right? yeah. he, but he works in the gym hard, you know, and it's like, it's it <clears throat> benefits him because he's fast all over the court and he can hit it on top of the blocker's hands. You look at Hagen and you're like, all right, like this dude can hit on top of all these blockers' hands, right? And then I can't do that. I can't get yeah. on top of a six, eight blocker and hit off the top of their hands consistently. And it's like, right. so if I could do that, I think it kind of adds another dimension to my side out and my game, you know? And then uh, I think, yeah, always searching to become a better setter. I think that's one where it's, you know, you can rep it out a million times, but uh, it's some skill that like the difference between a perfect set and a good set is always going to be noticeable, you know? And so finding the perfect set, you know, it's like, it happens to, for me when I just rep out like crazy, you know? And so, uh, actually good opportunity to give a shout out to Jenna Phillips at volleyball paradise club down there in St. Pete. Uh, she put incredible work in along with a couple of my roommates down there, Alex and Joel, I asked them, Hey, can you get me ready to play in Atlanta and for this little run in SoCal? And they responded with a resounding yes and helped create an environment for me to do that and rep some of that the stuff ad- out. Attitude training. hundred yeah, percent. Dude, they brought the juice brought the positivity and you know jenna just like so good at creating that environment and bringing the energy and bringing the culture so mm-hmm. shout out to them yeah and i like that the physicality is, is very much important but never never not pay attention to the to the to technique because you've met a lot of players in your your career that are that have like um they're just skinny they're bones right but they're 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 like lighting on offense. They're just like hitting, you know, it's hitting the clouds on a one bounce, right? Yeah. Taylor is not exactly someone I would call a poster boy for physicality, right? But um, and he's got more muscle yeah. now, and he's got more like, you know, he looks more like the prototypical thin volleyball player. But coming up, you know, when he was coming in the main, you know, uh, playing with Spen- yeah. Spencer McLaughlin, that was the first time I saw him right. play Manhattan yeah. Beach, right? Skin and bone, man. The guy played with a hoodie in, in ninety degree humid weather, yeah. you know. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so we never, never not abandon that because there are certain things that you bring to the table, um, and allowing that technique to get stronger on its own and the, having the physical meet in the, in the middle, uh, at the same time yeah. is what I call the perfect storm. So, um, before I forget, cause we're gonna, um, this is the top, I found the top 10 plays. I just want to <laughs> see where we are, but let's have fun looking at some of them. This yeah. time, stay down. Number eight. Rafa Rodriguez, Marciniak, Martina gets touch block, Rafa covers, there's the jump up and the cut. Oh, the, the jump up. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's Number seven has to go back to the qualifying sure. rounds for this. Volleyball mag rider and right side hitter Travis Merwitter with the jump floater. Dill Soul trying to be a player on two. Merwitter trying to be a player hater. There's the scout. <laughs> that's player number seven. I just really like him moving. Like, I, I know Scala Dill Soul. Nick. Up 21-20 on I must have ranked you pretty high. We're on number six right now. I think I'm going to get one. And then the very next set in the same match. At the scoring freeze, Phil says to himself, Phil, I need a jump serve down the middle. And he gets two walk-off faces. Oh, my gosh. Set point and match point. Knocking him down. 
There it is. Who is this here playing? That's a Dave Smith. Oh my Tim Did you see the one in his right arm too? No. He did that to me like last week in Atlanta. I bombed one down his line and he one armed it. Same exact move. Yeah, right down the line. Uh, that's back when Trevor and Rosie were playing. Yeah. Number two. Uh, let's just go to number one. <laughs> right, might, right, let's just let it run through. Uh, Brandon Clemens. Oh my yeah. gosh. That brings me to number one. Once again, Crab Gibb. There's my man, Jake Blocker Gibb. Jake, the head. Gibb. Jake, wait for it. Gibb. Jake, throw down. Gibb. Winners, two sets to zero. I know for that. Who is, who is the guy in the pink hat? Is that Troy Field? That was Troy Field. And, and who was he playing with? Orlando Irizarry. Yeah, that's right. They, they qualified in 2017 yeah, yeah, yeah. Manhattan like, Beach is, Open. Is Rafi's cousin? Is huh? Rafi's yeah. cousin? Yeah. yeah. Do they used to play together? They played. Um, they, the team they played, played North Saker together. Or something together. Yeah. And they they beat, did. Yeah. They beat like Ian and Mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the they, game to get in or something. Their yeah. skill sets tight. That's just a testament, right? Like Orlando's not a terribly physical person, yeah, but you deep. can you can really take someone's lunch money with technique, man. You know. So you want to get better at serving? That was the physical part, right? Basically, yeah, that's my physical part. My skill thing. I mean, there's a couple things we've been watching. The one he nailed about like passing technique. It like it. Being still on the pass, so you can react better, like eyes lead the body type of thing. Yeah, it, it's a receive, but it's also a defense. Mm -hmm. And it's like anytime you make some sort of move or juke back there, there's a point of diminishing returns where if you're still moving when they hit the ball, you're Jeez. you know, even you if know. you twitch, it's it sucks, right? Because you're tw you didn't like move all the way, you just twitch and they go the other way, and you're yeah. and your your blocker's like, go, 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 and you're like, I. I can't. Yeah. I, can't. I, can't. I can't. I'm having flashbacks I from Friday. Can't. I can't take this right now. There were so many slap downs from Leela and DJ oh where Nate was Lila standing was angle and he up, leaned. He just yeah. leaned over his right foot yeah. and he just slapped it down. Just yeah. like, and I was like, Nate, what what happened? Yeah. So that's just, yeah. that's a, the big one, big one, big one. It's just like, okay, yeah. like you got a bag of tricks, right? Bag yeah, of tricks well, work on a certain guys. Other bags don't work on other guys. And Early on in the game, you know, just having something a little more straight up to read and react, you know, yeah. different tempo sets, you got to make different moves. And it's, uh, it's fun. Actually, the first time it came to my attention that it, you know, was something that what a high level of it looked like was, uh, me and Mike played Tim and Kyle, um, in Virginia beach last year. And it was a good match, you know, three setter, you know, I don't know if it was extra points or not, but I feel like every ball I shot Tim touched. So I went back and I watched that film, watched what he was doing with his feet, you know, because I was seeing him move from the angle, you know, to the line. And I cut shot it and he'd run it and touch it. I'm like, what's this guy doing? But every time on contact, like just before I contacted his feet were touching down, his hips were loaded. Boom, he was going. I'm like, respect Timmy, because I came up with him. You know, he playing out in the South Bay when he was a kid growing up. And, you know, he just they, he played incredible defense on me. And so I went and watched that. And then, you know, I've been watching, you know, some other great defenders and the guys that are consistently moving, they're like, They'll blow it once in a while, right? When it go high ball to tempo ball, but 
Hmm. they're making the adjustment pretty fast on what move they're making to be able to get back, you know, into recovery mode. And it, it plays off the, you know, the shot, but also off the block touch, you know, guy goes high hands on your blocker. If you're able to make a reactive move to play that ball back, it goes a long way. So I feel like an interesting stat that nobody does that I would do if I'd had infinite resources and time would be stat like defense, like, I don't know what you call it, like defensive balance ratio, where it's like the amount of times you're, out of how many ops you're leaning or pushing the wrong way. And it's just like, yeah. if you don't get the dig, but you still lean and take a step or something in the direction of the ball, mm-hmm. hey, that's a plus one. If you, But if you like are actively going the wrong way, it's a, you know, it's a zero. And right. you stat that, and you're like, oh, 80% of the time, your balance moving the right way. Cool. Like, what, was, what would that stat look like to track? So I don't, I don't track it, but I would want to, and I feel like that's one that uh, – eventually would result in a lot more points but you know we get so result oriented like i get the dig and transition it we're not looking at that mm-hmm. i think if you just had a guy like tim brewster he's like 90 percent leaning and pushing the right way on defense which is incredible well tim yeah. tim also has something that he's kind of like the poor man's john mayer in a sense that balance you never see like he's in the athletic stance you never see him leaning too far forward it's almost weird. It's almost like he's like a French guy taking a dump. It's his his posture and his back is like, you know, you know those toilets where you don't you don't get to sit on it, right, or whatever, uh, uh, something over there. People just just squatting and whatever. But um, and that's what Tim has that brings it to the table because if you notice, Tim doesn't um spend a lot of energy on defense. And and you remember John Mayer back in the day? Mayer would be the only guy in the in the game not sweating. He 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 had really good balance he had really good twitch he had really good one move to the ball um but it all derives from something where you were missing a little bit that last match against tucker or whatever and i'm gonna play him just coach yeah, advocate yeah, here yeah. there were some things where you were twitching you were facing the hitter and then your twitch you're facing the net yeah. and when you do that i'll put the camera back on me when you do that your angle angular pursuit is this way where where the line over or the yeah, shorty, you, gotta, you, gotta you have to make a second it. move yeah. or a third, or sometimes even a third move where if you're Nate, you get that little New York machine gun, boom, 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 boom. So anywhere <laughs> he goes, whether you're a crossover first guy or whether you're a step out guy, um, it's one move to the ball. And someone like you, even you can literally watch it, tap it and then and then watch it halfway and you can still get that in one move. So I felt like in that that game you were you you had to use more than one move because your twitch was facing more this way. Where your angular pursuit was here, the, even the cut goes by you or drops where you have to make a second yeah. move. And here the line over. So and and on dig, your margin for error now is here, here, here and here. That's away from the net, right? Where if you're here your margin for error is there. So that's one of the things. The second thing you guys did was you played scrap volleyball with a scrap team. Like, I'm look, I'm a chairborne ranger and I'm sitting here. It's easy for me to say I wasn't playing, blah, blah, blah. Because I know fans, fans try to treat me like a fan too, but I'm a freaking coach too. But slow down that game. Check the line. Check the line again. Put your hand up. Call timeout. Come back. I need a medical timeout. Make it so slow and so boring, so boring. If anyone watching a live stream would be like, your mama, your parents would be like this. 
and and sometimes you gotta win you gotta take what they do best and just be like no this ain't gonna be pretty this ain't gonna be one of those things where we're, everyone's cheering for the underdog because they ain't got no real blocker and cheering against no hell no it's gonna be boring we're sending everybody home well the sunset wow no no night lights out here tough tough noogies <laughs> you know tough luck that was i mean so those are the only two things you, i thought you could have done a little bit better against a team that was already playing good volleyball i mean leela leela and, and dj were playing good all day i mean uh, i'm not saying they win that anyway i'm just saying that that goes another way if you, you keep you keep your discipline uh the one the one thing that gets you to everything else that you do yeah. well facing the hitter gets you to that that's straight and simple. Facing the hitter gets you to that one move to the ball. Facing facing the hitter uh, allows you to just even get there early and hold, you know. Um, and for you, serve, receive, holding saves all. Because if you hold, the ball's going to wait there and wait for Nate to get there. And and your court vision, all of a sudden, you see the blocker, you see the dig, you see that, that, that girl with the bikini top who's been watching you in the back line the whole time. You know, you, and you're like, wait, she's how long has she been looking at me? <laughs> let me, let me hold, guys, let me, let me hold another one. <laughs> wow, she did it again. So, but that's just, that's just my opinion. I, I, and yeah, of, no, I of think, course. I think you nailed it. I, it's like, yeah. it's the different guys, you got to play them differently. And yeah. those guys, man, they they play in the wind a lot more than us. And on that Friday afternoon, it showed, you know, and, yeah. and then you got to like, you know. And when the play was over, they could not wait to yeah. get that ball. They literally Kept it going. threw it to yeah. someone and, and went behind the service line. And I'm like, is Nate and Big Mike going to accommodate them? Are they just going to line up or are they going to be like, hey, re relax, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to do the unexciting thing <laughs> to win a match that that could go another way, which it did. You know, but I was I'm so glad I got to watch you guys play. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm a bit of a fan of Nate, and I got to know you, and I think I think you're hilarious, dude. I, I just love the stories about Citadel, and I, you know, the, I mean. That podcast was a hundred, almost a hundred episodes ago, but I'm, you're like, dude, you're talking about things I don't even remember. So, I'm All shocked right. at your memory. It's yeah. like impeccable. It's a steel trap, but ask me to remember my daughter's name, who just left. <laughs> She's literally like Braxton. <laughs> my name's Braxton. <laughs> uh, no, I remember. Just I just gotta, uh, you know that New York. Uh, let's go. So how did you two end up playing together? How did you two start playing together? Let's let's have a little fun here. I got both you guys on split screen anyway. I'm, I got to stop yapping and give you the floor. How did you two start playing together? You want to take this one, Mike? Well, this was a uh, <laughs> this was a uh, interesting developing relationship. So Nate qualifies 2017. Cool. I don't. Not cool. Um, <laughs> we come, we train, uh, he's back in Colorado. He's starting up Flourish Beach, I think. Correct yeah, me if I'm yeah, wrong. That's right. Yeah, that's the Flourish years. So yeah. he's starting up Flourish Beach. 2018, probably. 2018, I'm driving up, training with him a little bit at this, in this church with these low ass, low ceilings and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, it's like February 2018. Nate's like. All right, I got to see if this dude's any good. Let's go down to Texas. There's these two tournaments. There's one on Friday and one on Saturday. We're going to play them both. By the way, he sent me one of these clips today. <laughs> and we just the – this is something Nate's improved on a lot. But his demeanor was total like California still. And just like I'm better better than you. Yeah. And I'm going to let you know about it. And I got every serve, as I should have. And we lost, as was, we should have. I was a dick. He was a huge dick. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to play with other people this season. <laughs> 
let's let's get cooked for a little bit. He's like, yeah, you could go back to the drawing board. So uh, Nate can pick it up from there. <laughs> Man, where to go from there? So the I think like fast forward to twenty maybe twenty nineteen. This is the next year. I think we did the same song and dance pretty much, right? We went went and played uh, a couple locals that that winter, and uh, I I think at that point we had you know he had put in a whole year playing with dave smith out here just an incredible amount of volleyball and touch and all that and did you get me i think you beat me with brian klein in a tournament right like you screaming at me all crazy and shit oh my gosh he played with justin and motherload yeah i played with justin and motherload he beats me like going all crazy screaming at me and stuff i'm like oh fuck gotta play this guy again now he's (laughs) he's doing it you know and that was like that was the end of that 2019 year so i think we we you know we we worked out a little bit in 2019 and then the world stopped COVID hit and uh yeah at that point the earth stood still yeah totally stood still so at that point we were just like all right like we're two guys in colorado looking to improve um i still had just other priorities really like with the game you know i was really really committed to my coaching and just the you know the work i was doing out there and Mike was just bringing the most fired up, like, let's get better energy on the court. And I wasn't like, I was not in that place, but I recognized <laughs> that in him and I liked it. I was like, dude, I want this around me. Right. So we put in so much work during COVID. I mean, the story is, you know, I don't know. We, you know, we messed around with designing an offense with like, you know, like different, different sets. And we were doing, we just had like total drawing board tinker and stuff. And um, I think so we, we played together like after that 2019 season leading into 2020, like there was a couple events. There was like some, when was that AVP next goal in New Orleans? Was that... No. So it, uh, it was 2020 Yeah, is when the events came back and, yeah. uh, we, the, um, the long beach thing or no, no we couldn't oh, no, for you, after you, that. Yeah. For us, what, what, what ended up happening is we just did all these train, all this training, all this training. And just so gee, so much training and no tournaments because of COVID. Yeah. But but in Colorado we had the you know here in California there was nowhere to train. No. But we had places to go. We had hidden gems to to, to go train even though it was locked down. Mm. And Wapaka rolls around. Oh yeah. And we're like, you we're so we excited. We're going to Wapaka. <laughs> we're going. We're going. We're going. And uh, so we would train with like Skyler and Cody Kessel, and they would beat the. They would. We would. Yeah. This was one of the great things. We got the crap beaten out of us for weeks on weeks, five, three to five days a week. We we're just getting the crap beat out. I don't yeah. Know, do you know Cody? I do. Insane. That's uh, John's son, who's yeah. in um um Italy right now playing indoor. Yeah, he's an yeah. incredible yeah. dude. You know and. He's got a really, really chip good, off the old block, Bob. Yeah, way. really, yeah. really good uh, uh, email like newsletter. Um, I need to find the name. Maybe you can post in the show notes. I'm blinking right now. Yeah, I definitely do he that. Shares his insights on the game and competing and all that he's doing out there in Europe. And you get a chance to read it. It's yeah. really good. Um, but uh, but yeah, Mac is on. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we got to go to Wapaka and uh, listen. I hadn't played like any legit open tournaments yet. Like I've played these. Breckenridge, Mother Love, Mother they're legit tournaments. They're legit, but it's not like, like, like people aren't coming out. out from no, but the, the, there's the sizes. We get that, right? No, the the draw totally is way that. bigger, yep. and so we came out. There was like 64 teams at this Wapaka. They did the modified pool play. We barely pulled out, which we were still. I was still stoked about. I don't know if Nate was stoked about. Uh, we lost uh, lost to Evan Corey and uh, Schwingle. 
not Schwingle, the lefty that we've been t- Tim. We yeah, lose yeah. them in pool. They beat us pretty bad. We're kind of down. And then we just came out the next day. We had our Olive Garden, all you can eat that night. Lots. I ate so many oh breadsticks. We came out. You go there just for the breadsticks, dude. Yeah, but sorry, go ahead. You yeah. got to. And <laughs> we came out. I, I can't even remember. We played like John Hamilton, beat him and some dude. And then we got to play like Rafi and Bruno. I don't know why they played together. It's like a random. That's just a random matchup, right? You're like Rafi and Bruno and Amorim yeah. playing together. The odd couple. Yeah. yeah, it was the odd couple. We pulled them. Perfect. We play like right into him. And so I just went, I was a scream. I was so excited. I was screaming total, like just Crazy nut job. Idea. He's like, kind of like, I'm sorry. He's like good cop, bad cop. He's <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. He's a little excited to play this. <laughs> Since you can understand what we've been through. <laughs> yeah. So we beat him and we ended yeah. up getting third. Um, beat Angel and some blocker. Dache. Yeah. Miranda, Billy. Uh, Kalinsky and Miles. We took a set right. off of them. Yeah. yeah. Semis and yeah. which, by the way, at that time they were like the, they were like the team that beat. They were so unstoppable. Yeah, and we, we took a set, took them three, and the, after that <clears> tournament, <throat> we were like, "All right, we could probably do this. There's something here." Yeah. Um, and just like a note to that, how far after was New Orleans? It was pretty. It was that it was same the year. next summer May. The next summer, May. So it was 2021. Yeah. So we kept the train. June. Yeah. First week of June. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. We kept the train going, um, leading up to that point. But, you know, that was kind of like this year of 2021. Mike's whole philosophy during COVID was like, if everyone else is hitting the pause button, I'm going to hit the fast forward button on my game, like as hard as possible and close the gap. Right. And then he shows up to Wapaka pulls the third. We show up to this AVP gold in uh, whatever, New Orleans, uh, get a fifth. And this is the time period where he just totally surpassed me. Like, I was kind of the vet who knew the things, could sat out with no muscles, you know, type of thing. And that year, this dude worked so hard. It was crazy. Like, it was cracked. I've never seen a human being in volleyball work that hard. Because I've been around playing this thing for like time. I've never seen somebody work that hard. And it showed. Yeah. It, and it, Wow. And so that May, where I come <clears> off that New Orleans... And I go, you know, in June, I go to Vegas, or not Vegas, Miami, for my birthday with my friend group, party real hard. It's June 15th, which is like, you know, uh, my birthday, but that's also the day that college, or, you know, colleges recruit all the sophomores. So I'm up all night on the phone with, with colleges, and uh, we were practiced that Monday morning, huh. June 15th. <laughs> wow. And uh, So good. And I didn't show up. No, come on. I slept in. Oh, he we, did a California thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. At that well, point, you know where I practiced the, today. We, yeah, the tension had built because, <clears throat> like I said, this dude's been working like our workhorse, and I hadn't been right. And so, the afternoon, hey Nate, I'm playing the season with someone else, and I think we all know how that played out. I picked up Dr. and yeah. these guys went and just had an all-world tournament in Atlanta, and I remember it stung that day, you know, and shortly thereafter. But I'm looking at I'm like, this dude's not dumping me for any other reason than he just got the you know, most clean, driven energy around this game. And mm-hmm. I have to respect that. I have to respect that. And I did. And I remember I called him after he qualified in Atlanta or after that tournament and it was man like yeah. Hell yeah. It showed that you deserved it. He did. Like and nobody has seen like 
I mean, there's a few guys in Colorado I've seen the work this guy put in in that time. But right. I wish the world could know that this dude isn't just some guy who pulled a ninth and got lucky. Or yeah, whatever. he's no, jag. He's he not jagging. His tail off he's, for he's it. He didn't jag it. He's and he's, yeah. And so that the put a basis of respect that I'm carrying into this partnership this year because you know uh, you know time passed and we kept the relationship going, helped making each other better that year training in Colorado and and that made it be like, all right, dude, I'm not gonna make the same mistake twice, right? And so when we linked up this year, it was. I have it written in my journal on June, January 7th. Like Mike's not working harder than me this year. Mm-mm. No, I like it. He's not Health, working harder than a me healthy this year. competition. Yeah. yeah. He's going to work harder. Right. Like, and, and you know, who knows? Like that's, it, it's just more about an internal mindset, owning your own, yeah. you know, but he led the team in that. And that's one of the things I always tell him, like before we even linked up and played together this past year was like, dude, the way you operate in your life fires me up to be around you. Just like to hear you talk about like the, 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 you know, look in your eyes when you talk about, you know, the training or the work you're doing or whatever. It's like the dude's like lit up and on fire and inspired. And that's like, <clears throat> it's hard to find, like everybody has their inspiration, but like a lot of people are up and down with it. This dude's like, I've never met somebody that's like that on it, yeah, you know, like that driven that and people, I don't know. So that, that's kind of the, the story arc was I dumped him, he dumped me. And then we have mutual respect and we play together now. That's awesome, dude. And I was actually, um, I was actually going to call Doc in the middle of the podcast. That's why I'm on my phone right now, listening yeah, to this this awesome conversation. You, well, you were under my radar when um, New Orleans happened, because New Orleans, like, I was this guy that kind of like came here and had to pay dues all over again for like, because I moved here to be a color commentator uh, and a play by play guy and a coach. So started over right in the summer, and then Pepperdine's oh, yeah. home games, and then P1440. Um, actually watch Miles Evans and Bill take third. Yeah. It's crazy, right? And I did Vegas. And then finally my first gig was the regional one at, at whatever. And I was like, cool, Big Mike. <laughs> this guy looks like he works hard, man. So actually, let me see. Yeah, you were there in that, uh, that uh, New Orleans tournament. Yep. Yeah, when, when yeah the I called through. the finals. That, that was um, It was one of my highlights. It wasn't the biggest thing I did. The biggest thing I did was FIVB Vegas because that was just huge. That was Mullen Sorum or whatever. And I did yeah. court five the whole weekend. But but calling the finals with Nightlights, with the hometown so favorite, cool. right? Yeah. Uh, uh, like Evan Corey or whatever. There was something more. That... That was Look, a great tournament. Talk no, but talking about something that's transcendent, like a bunch of people that don't know volleyball, that'll be like, I actually like that game's more exciting than that one. Everyone's like, What are you talking about? That's Mullen Sorum. They're like, I don't care. <laughs> that 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 night game and what happened and us and like the the drama behind it. Like Peter Peter on one leg, you know, stuff like that, right? He was on yeah. one leg. Do do you think that the uh current AVPs are as hype as that one was? No. I just can't. I, I I'm a prisoner of the moment, and I have a personal bias because because right. um, New Orleans chose me. The AVP didn't choose me for that. New Orleans, Sean Ledig, and those guys they they wanted me to to do um to do that. Yeah. You know, and well, I had I had guys saying I'm pulling my sponsors out if you if you can if you screw Jason like that. I had a guy that said I'm you know Chris Chips. Yeah. Um, why, Cali why, why why is that one? This is a question. It's a good I old ask, boys right? club. Why is that one so much more? Yeah. more hype exciting than the actual avp that comes back to new orleans because the the pre, the the, <clears throat> the former not the latter is was, it more of a party it's more of a party but there was a level of inclusiveness of bringing in the people that everyone collectively thought would do would do some some really good things right if you think solving the problem is enlisting the same people 
that were that that never helped in the first place and in some cases even hurt and this is as far as i could take it without just crapping all over the avp i'm not trying to do that yeah i'm just trying to give fair criticism because that's that's what i'm asking because that's no because that's a because that's a fair question well there's so my my theory is inclusiveness and i'll I'll speak out of my own ego i got the three of you here tell me to my face who's a better color commentator me or rich lamborn I've never listened to Rich Lamborn, so I don't, I can't. Right? Me or Dane Blanton, right? Me or Cam, Cameron Irving. Oh, you can no, say, yeah, you no, but you can say nice, you can say nice things about all of those yeah. people, but the best person for the job, and I'm speaking out of ego, but also from a heightened level of <clears throat> self honesty, and a lot of people yeah. will agree with this. You got to believe it to, to own it. And those guys, I mean, they bring incredible analytical points mm-hmm. to the game. Yep. They're, you know, they know the game inside out, and they're talking, but. Jay, you're you're exciting. Yes. You say ridiculous stuff, and you do it you consistently. If you want to sell a Ferrari, you don't enlist yeah, the mechanic. Cool. You know the the guy who 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 knows how to fix it and who knows how it runs. Yeah. You don't. And two different. I, with respect to that man's yeah. ability, you don't enlist him to sell it. <laughs> you enlist a salesperson to sell a Ferrari, not not the guy who can fix yeah. it. And I mean, theory, right? No, but in theory, no, no, we no. we think. If you could fix it, you should sell it, right? Because that's that's the theory, but that's not the reality. But and that's and that's what I'm hoping uh, the AVP takes a, a, a better turn. Dane's great. Dane, give him a good setup, man. Give him a good play by play guy. Uh, um, Rich is his analyticals off the page. Give 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 him a setup guy. I, you know, because some I heard someone say I'd rather watch paint draw since since I already jumped into this. I'm gonna just say what, I, I I'm gonna just say what other people are mute. saying. I honestly yeah. sometimes hit mute yeah. because it's, it's. But we're, but we're not crapping on them. We're just saying what other people are saying. They have to hear this. Yeah. They can't be surrounded in this five zip codes where everyone's uh, um, saying yes. Yeah. We have to. They have prizes. to know. Yeah. No, but they have yeah. to know what everyone thinks collectively. Because I, they're. And I'm, I'm hold that thought because we're here so you could talk, not me. But, but it's not about me thinking where they're lacking. It's where I You're think. Trying to make it better. I, yes. Because hey, all of these guys can do it. They just, I just want them to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Not, if if it's not me, if I'm not your guy, fine. That's cool. I'm I'm all right with that. I'm doing yeah. motherload with Randy Stokeless. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna and we're gonna have a good time. I'm I'm gonna find a way to have a good time. I could have a good time in an insurance seminar. So so <laughs> sure, so uh, um, <laughs> better be really good. <laughs> Bring some good food. I'll have make sure I have that well, gate, you, that do, gate code or well, whatever. The, the other thing though, you, I don't know if you remember, it was 64 teams in both men and women. Right. And that's a boatload of teams. Yeah. You don't see anything like that. No. And all those dudes stayed and watched and. They brought their like people came out. It like, was traveled to yeah. come see it. Whereas you get the sixteen team draw in uh, New Orleans now on three courts. We were playing on 12, 14 courts. I don't know. Yeah. There's volleyball everywhere. And and night games are just night games rock, right? Nate, for people that got to work during the day, man. <laughs> Sorry, you had a thought. I wanted to give you that, but I wanted to add that to that. Go ahead, Nate. I just. Right now, Mike's still. I think Sean Ledig did an amazing job promoting that tournament. I think really it was the did. right time at the right place. And uh, also, what Mike said, like sixty-four team modified pool play. Why not? Why not make the Manhattan Beach Open sixty-four team modified pool play? Why not? Yeah, do that. I mean, it's exciting. It's the, exciting, they, and you get double, do or double the draw. New, once and New Orleans thing. found a way yeah. to do it in two days, right? Yes. That's what I'm saying. You can so take, Manhattan Beach you could take, definitely do it in three. You can take twice the amount of teams. Make Top seeds earn it. Like it's it's exciting. Like and there's a lot of How ways you... to like cut the cake, you know, because it's always Ooh. someone. But like it stirs it up and it, it makes it exciting. Like I think it'd be cool 
And I think that's like, you look at that, you look at like, you know, the Wapaka we're talking about, like they had to do it because it was during COVID and they had to make the draw that big to get, you know, but at the same time, it's like, I, I think you look back at these epic and people always be posting on Instagram. This is the Manhattan Beach Open in 1995 and this is it now. Like, oh yeah, it's just, the draws half the size. Like you're going to get a smaller turnout. Ooh, like, I got a question since yeah. I got, since I got some real ballers in the house. Yeah. Um, how would you feel about Manhattan Beach being single elimination 128 teams? Oh damn! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, how excited! Well, guess what? See it is. It, oh my god! That right, would be right gnarly. now. It is for us. We're the Q1, or it's, uh, no. a, it's a single limb tournament as far yeah. as we're concerned. I see a path to you guys. I'm actually going to put that up in a minute. I have yeah. a path where the the likely scenario is um, Jimenez and um, Spencer Locke. If if they win, if they they maintain their highest seed, and if yeah. you do yours, um, the path to oh. that that to that playing is going to be them in that. And st- with Styles making matchups, I, I I like you guys a lot. I really that's 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 Wait, that's going to Car- that, be Carlos yeah. in the win. Krije is yeah. the win guy. Win Carlos God. is yeah. ridiculous. Hold on, let me let me see if we could get Doc. Hold up, let's see if he picks up. Okay, he's not there. Cool. I, I tried. So let's use this time and let's take a look at the brackets for a minute. Cool. Let's, let's get this up. But, but think about that. I want you guys to let that swirl in your head a little bit. 120, like just like tennis, just like the U.S. Open or something. So um, 100, like have like a mini, like a 20-team qualifier or whatever, and then a main draw, single elimination. You're, you're guaranteed 400 eyeballs at least. Yeah. Because... Like, you have to play, even the good teams have to play every match as if it's their last. <laughs> yeah. How many matches is that to win the tournament? Probably seven. Seven. 128, 64, 32, 16, 8, 4, and 2. Yeah, seven. seven. That's wow. seven, seven, whatever. Over how many days? I guess three days, right? Three. three. I mean, tennis is doing day on day off, right? And that's like a seven day tournament. So I think that I think Manhattan Beach could do it in Would three. You so you do three on the first day, two yeah. and two. Yeah, three, two, and two. You get championships. You might have someday. to do two, three, two, just courts to get everybody through. Yeah, you have so many oh, courts. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But that first day, look, when that cuts in half, <laughs> we good. <laughs> Yeah, that's an exciting game. Because you need 64 yeah, courts for the 128 day. teams, yeah. right? Well, we're just talking about one sex, too. So, you, yeah. ooh, you're no, right. He's right, too. So, matches. let's take a look at the men's. I can zoom in on this. So, let's scroll. I'm a scroll, man. Wow. Look at Gage Basie. Lars is such playing such good volleyball right now. Gage's brother, Lars Basie. Those guys. Uh, yeah, Colorado dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was there when they beat Samuels and Burek. They they won motherload last year. Lars Basie and oh, yeah. um, Ian, Ian Carlson, which I guess checked the forecast and hell it froze over because I, I didn't think they'd win that match. So here's you guys. Here's the number one. So count all the way to 10 because with the top eight teams going, right, um, eight's going to play nine to get in. So you're counting down to 10. And my count says Locke and Yemenez. Well, we would play 16. Yeah, one, one and 16. Go, oh, that's yeah. dumb. It's just eight, eight good answers. Just so add, you know, I was going to say, I'm like, 12, I'm like, 13, Spence and, 14, and DJ, I'm like, that's a, that's a little that's more Bicko steep and, than that. Bicko and Cole. <laughs> Those dudes played pretty and good. And then 17's Chris, yeah, but, Chris and Owen, so they'll play each other. 
yeah. to right. play into the qualifying round. Most likely, there's also Misha, sixty other and teams. Angel Dodger, <laughs> and there's also the almost certain guarantee that something changes. Yeah, there's now yeah, yeah someone's morning. points change yeah. or a dog died or. All right, let's scroll past the top sixteen and see. Who can ruin someone's day? Carvalis, Hart, Tyler. Rotman and Cervantes could ruin someone's day. They did last yeah, year. They yeah, made yeah. the draw, and I think Rotman couldn't play. Who yeah. did Mesco pick Rotman up? Rotman ended up, yeah. Who did Mesco pick up? Not sure, but Rotman wasn't able to play. Yeah. And that, that, um, Stanford oh, guy. Yeah. Stanford guy. Not the outside hitter for their indoor team. Chronic and Ty, I like them, but not for no play-in. Sorry, boys. Phipps, wow! Can, <laughs> Phipps can just Phipsy. beat anybody. But look at look at all these guys that can ruin someone's day. Look, but look at some of the people who are ranked lower, right? <laughs> dude, that's the thing about SoCal tournaments, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, don't sleep on Wilson and Connor Reeves. These no. guys can play volleyball. Yes, these guys can play volleyball. They almost no, knocked out DJ and in the qualifier on Friday. So let's check the women. We're scrolling. Hey, my girl's in the draw. Check out Natalie. Yep, Nat Nat. She seemed familiar. Yeah. So I Mike, Mike, so Mike, so Mike, Natalie Miskowski is someone that played for us at Endless Summer. So we coached her at 13, 14, 15, and 16 years but old. This she, wasn't the one that was shocked that Nate qualified, right? Right. Okay. No. Just want to make sure. <laughs> no, but she record. she ended up going to UCLA. She's starting her junior year at UCLA, so she's still in college. And she was the team that beat the Brazilians last Friday. Yeah, she made the playing match. Yeah, and what a gnarly bracket. You had to beat them, and that wasn't even your playing match. That's crazy, yeah. dude. So we got Pater, who I think is still a junior. Um, She played with Wood um, in Hermosa Beach, and they played juniors, 18s, and then the main draw. At the same time, they played five matches that first day. It's crazy. Katie Hogan, oh, my God. That's my favorite bodyguard. That's someone That's someone I want. If I was like ever at a club and I don't want someone coming at me, if I'm in a nightclub, just just get Katie Katie Hogan, man. Just right there. Hey, playing defense. Yeah. Zolani. Now, Zolani, that's another juniors player that we played, we coached with and against. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, Afro black yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. She's at Stanford right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say, she's not a junior anymore. Yeah. But. All right. So, so let's get to the next question because y'all can't be here all night. I don't even know if y'all have a hard stop, but I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all making this happen because well, it's been a lot of fun. When you sense Mike starting to get hangry, that's when that's when the stop is. Yes. Yeah. Dude, we're not, th- we're not there yet. I Dude, I'm marinating a steak right now. I got a yeah. steak, and I have like this combination of oh. like balsamic vinegar. You not throwing some stuff Jay, in this? Not helping. But um. But for the first time, I didn't. I just did it in Peter Luger steak sauce. I just did that because yeah. that's something you, you cook. Yeah. You do it after you cook it. And I said, let me just try to let me marinate it before. So I'm trying that out. And if it yeah. sucks, you'll be the first one to know because something tells me you, you're you not shy about eating meat. Okay. Yeah. You don't get nobody like that being a vegan. Go, <laughs> don't take this guy to Korean barbecue. Like, oh, nah. oh, Korean barbecue rocks. Yeah. There's a place near Mickey's right now. It's Korean barbecue. It's a oh, small really? joint. Just yeah. uh, Mickey's Pizzeria, the de- yeah. the deli, just opened up. It's a little hole in the wall. So let's um, let's do a 60 second quiz. Um, we're gonna do the lightning rounds at the end. This is a warm up for lightning round. Yes. Cool. Path to the lightning draw. Lightning round warm up. I'm like that. We covered path to the draw. Good, better, best. Good momentum. Not being too emotionally high. Not being. See how this chops right now. See the live stream. How the bit rate um, exceeded the data. So I, I do this kind of like I click off, take questions. Anyone, you know, everyone's already asked. But let's go back because I actually like the screen that we can use the screen um, as, a, as a as a display. Cool. 
And let me set up my 60 second clock. Let's do that. And let's go back to live. Thank for the audio people. <laughs> Sucks for you. I'm just kidding. Thanks for thanks for hanging with us. But you missed a whole bunch of highlights. Let's go to Nate. Boom. All right. So these four questions, 60 seconds of multiple choice. All right. Ready? I've got to get my horn ready. Multiple choice. Yes. All right. Question number one. Who is the only male player to win an Olympic gold medal, an AVP crown, and an NCAA championship as a player and coach? Is it A, Karch Karai, B, Dane Blanton, or C, Todd Rogers? Dane Blanton. B. Dane Blanton. That's correct. Ding, ding, ding. In 2017, the AVP came back to Hermosa Beach for the first time in nearly a decade. Who won the men's side? Is it A, Theo Brunner and John Hyden? B, Avatar and Allen? Or C, Taylor Crab and Jake Gibb? Jake Gibb. Jake Gibb and Taylor Crab is correct. Question number three. Which of the following players has never won a Manhattan Beach Open? Is it A, Betsy Flint? B, Brittany Hotchiver? Or C, pa Sarah Pavin? Oh, I think it's C. Okay, it's A, Betsy Flint. Dang. Which of the following NCAA coaches right now in the NCAA has not won an AVP tour crown? Is it A, John Mayer? B, uh, Derek Olson? Or C, Rafa Rodriguez? Derek Olson. That's correct, Derek Olson. You guys scored 75% a possible three out of four. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Yeah, so just just for um, compartmentalization, yeah, Dane. Rafu and Ed won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, San Francisco. Yeah, I actually did analytics for them, so I was very proud to be listed as as I didn't go, but I, I was listed as their coach, and I was like, yeah, cool. I'm there for the L's. I could give me give me give me some rub if I'm there. Gonna be there for the L's too. Um, so yeah, for the first question, Dane Blanton, the only one. Karch has won three out of four. Um, 2017, it was a uh, crab versus crab. Their first meeting was in the winner's bracket. And, and then Trevor and Rosie came back and they met again in the finals. So yeah. Taylor, Taylor's won those first two matches. Although that right now, I think Trevor's won nine out of the last 12 or something like that. Number three, Betsy Flynn has been really, really close. Last year, she's up 12-10 against Sarah Hughes and Kalinske. And then you blink and Hughes and Kalinske ran off five straight points to, to take the third uh, set. I remember that now. It's, that it's just like, up. what the That's F right. just happened? And then the year before, yeah. a couple of years before, Alex and, uh, and April... Betsy was down 2018 and went Jokari's mode at the service line and like tied the game and tried to, you know, make it interesting. Um, yeah, Derek Olson's took, taken fifth twice, I think once in San Francisco and once in Seattle. John Mayer's won with Avatar. Um, yeah, that's right. And he's won with Brad Keenan and Rafu, as you guys just mentioned, won with um, Ed Ratliff. Big shout out, Ed, doing good things for kids out, out there. Good, big shout out to Rafa Rodriguez, one of the best setters in the game no one talks about. I put him in Scholar just all in that, kind of that same setter category, like nectar hands, and I'm like, no one's talking about it. What? You know what, right? Yeah, these guys got Come different, on. Different <laughs> right? We want to be like Skylar. And, and you guys would know, right? Talk about a guy that can out-technique you to death. You know, right? Can, like that... You're doing everything physically right, and he's still winning. You're like, what the, what the officer with that score? Why, well, 15-17? What? I did everything right. So so last um, last round, we're doing something called the lightning rounds. And then and then from there, we wrap up, and we feed, we, feed, we feed the skinny boy and the beast. All right? Let's do it. Let's set the clock again. Ah, page two. All right, ready, boys? And Hit us. You, I think you've done this previously, but we're doing it again. All right, um, Pooler Beach, 
Beach. Beach. He's like, huh? All he's trying to like, say is swim in one. Last good, like ocean. Last good ocean book. You, last good book you read. Ooh. What's the second one? Last good book you read. Four agreements. Oh, last good book you read. What? Four agreements. Nice. What's the first one that came to your mind? Man. All right, we'll go back to that. Marvel, Marvel or D, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Oh yeah, Marvel. Okay, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Oh, man. Lord of the Rings. Man. man Come on, Kyle right. Friend will thank you. Come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't got Harry Potter there. <laughs> Bourbon, vodka, or tequila? Tequila. Depends on the night. Nice. I'm a vodka guy. Favorite sport outside of volleyball? Ooh, basketball. Does climbing count? Yes. Favorite action film star growing up? I'm old, so I go Arnold. I'm 53, so I go Arnold. Arnold. Yeah, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Tom Cruise, I think. Yes. Come on. The guy that does his own stunts, right? Come on. Got to give him the rub, man. Oh, dude. So, great lightning round. So, last good book you read. Yeah. Man, I really like uh, Ultimate Sales Machine. I read it five times. Wow. Cool. Um, That's someone I'm reading recently. That one over there. That's um, Tim Kennedy, Scars and Stripes. He's a former um, MMA guy, but he's also a former Green Beret. Um, and was talking about some of the stuff he did overseas. And he has a documentary called Finding Hitler, oh. which is um, he's in Argentina just looking for Nazis that escaped and this and that. And, you know, he's actually on the Taliban's hit list or something like that. He lives in this gated community where everyone's armed to the teeth. So oh but he's, he's one of those guys like if you think, come, you know, he, he really has that come and get me. Like, you know, come yeah. see me if you, you think you got what it takes. So and I like him a lot. And then the one I read before that is the real Anthony Fauci written by um, Robert F. Kennedy yeah. Jr. Um, because what were conspiracy theories three years ago are now spoiler alerts today. So I'm, I'm interested in that stuff. Yeah. Um, my, my favorite conspiracy rabbit hole is the JFK assassination. I'm, I'm ex-military, so I'm just like, I don't think that guy could have made the shot. I'm just not sure if that guy could have made the shot. You know, I'm not talking about who else did it, but I'm like logistically. The You're likely, rolling out that part. The likelihood. You don't know what else happened. Yeah. Cause, right. No, because to some people, to introduce yourself to that topic, right, uh, they think you have to be equipped. If not him, then who? Right? And sometimes... That's not a two-part question. Sometimes you got to get to part one first. Because if you think you made the shot, there's nothing left to discuss, right? And there is no uh, other whatever, right? So yeah. me, I got, I got a little hardware up on that wall. I'm, I'm an expert. The M16, <laughs> uh, the Beretta. Um, and if you look at his military records, like he wasn't a good shot. He was a sharpshooter, which is ranked second. There's expert sharpshooter and marksman. But they were said. They said all of his best shots were from a distance. So I'm like, you're trying to tell me this dude missed 40 times, but only missed once from like 300 meters. And I'm like, wait, who signed uh, his records? Like to write it in? Like who signed his um his shooting records? Or and it's and it's it's signed by him. So he wrote in his own. He wrote in his own thing. So I, I called you know as yeah. a, as an expert. In, in certain weapons called BS. So that's my, my, my rabbit hole. So, Black which is pretty safe because that's like 60 years ago. Which Mike's got an, the, old, the, an older rabbit hole yeah. than that. The, the pyramids. Oh, you got pyramids? What? No, I <laughs> just occasionally wonder. I occasionally wonder. 
I go and I just think, man, these things are just too big. Like, yeah. it's just like, come on. You tell me they... they Nate, is he me, right? Think about me thousands big, of people drag big. blocks across the sand with logs. Not me, dude. I can barely walk across from Osa Beach and back. I walked from 5th Street down to 2nd today. He's I, right, though. I'm not think saying about, the other stuff. But it's like without a forklift or a crane? But it's like what you said with the shooting, right? Mm-hmm. You, I'm not saying all the other stuff, right? Like, but the aliens and it could light up the sky and whatever. I'm saying, how the did these people build it? Like, can someone please yes. explain this? It's like if we got all our homies and we tried to go build the pyramids, we couldn't do it. No, like, we couldn't. No, we get a bunch. We're of, not dumb. No, <laughs> no. We're, I think volleyball players. I think everyone on a tour, as coaches and players, can probably take go into the woods and build log cabins and start over. Right. Hit a couple of good-looking women over the head, drag them back, make babies. We can, you know, we can, we can start. You're right. We have the know-how to start over because volleyball. Um, because we can't afford a lot of things, we have to become those things, right? I'm not a mechanic. It's like, congratulations, Mike. You're an Avenger. <laughs> yes, you are. Right? I don't know CPR. Yes, you do, Nate. <laughs> I don't know how to tech my own show. Guess what, Mike? <laughs> you're yeah. an Avenger. My, well, the person taking my show, she's not here today. As you can tell, I've been running this myself, yeah. but it's worked out okay, right? Okay, before we go, um, uh, webs, particular website, IG handle, someone wants to get to know more about you guys. Nate, go first. Uh, Instagram's at Nanebird, N-E-N-E-B-I-R-D. Um, it's a good place to find me. Okay. Uh, I think, is there a 16 after it? Yeah, there's 16. Know. Nanebird 16, yeah. Um, but that's usually where I post and do whatever. And then, uh, yeah. Actually, we'll live this one. Oh, shut up. Never mind. Um, all right. Go ahead, Mike. I'm going to go with a uh, one you probably don't get LinkedIn. Catch me on LinkedIn. I do uh, a lot of my live shows on there. Engineering content, mostly. Nice. Um, it's like Mike Grossell. Like nice. That, so. You know, first time I met this guy, I had, I had a little Christian Bale vibe for some reason. Like the face was Christian. Yeah, yeah it really was. Like, yeah. And, and Nate, now nah, you're one of a kind. You walk around like in a ho- dark black hoodie, just like you never take off. And... Get all breathy. I'm, I'm Batman. Yeah. I'd like two Chipotle bowls, yeah. extra chicken. <laughs> Robin's only let Avocado. me down every time I trusted him. No sour cream. <laughs> he just said chicks take the car. <laughs> What was that? He said, this is why Superman works alone. Um, All right, guys. Listen, these guys might love you, but I don't love any of you guys. In fact, I had it with you. In fact, I can't stand any of you. So for all of you at home, for all of you on your uh, iPads, for all of you on your desktop, who runs the world? Old school, brothers. Old school. For Mike, Big Mike Grossell. For Nate, the great Yang. I'm Jason DeBase. This is episode 184 of the Option Podcast. Stay with me. We're going to hit my music. But for now, we're out. Come check out the Option Podcast on optiondb.com. It's also available on iTunes and Spotify and on YouTube under the NY Varsity Sports Handle. You're going to love what you hear.